Sean Scavarna. Sean, how we doing? Right now. I can't right. help it. Every time I hear the theme song, that it's like it echoes in my head. Right now. So, yeah. I am right now here with you, and I am happy about that. How are you today, man? I am doing wonderful. We are at episode 110. We're getting old. We're getting old. <laughs> I got I got to mix up the format here a little bit because I did double digit numbers in that intro for so long that the triple digit throws it off and I, 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 I it's messing up my rhythm so yeah. I got I got to figure that out the the challenging life of a podcaster right here first world problems I'm telling you absolutely <laughs> oh so we got we got some new toys to talk about. We've got a fan choice creation winner to talk about. Uh, this is this is going to be a news episode here, guys. We're we're in between issues of Forge of Destiny. That'll come out on the third. So yeah, we're just gonna uh, we're gonna go over some toy talk. But before that, Sean, do you have anything you want to show off today? I don't, because I showed it all off on two off worlds ago. Uh, Offworld? What's that? Offworld is, according to Curtis Ackerman, every Friday night, each where and every. each and every Friday night, where uh, Matt, Curtis, Jesse, and I get together and talk some geekdom, and then occasionally there's a 2.0 version, which we will not talk about legally, I think. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, I showed it all off there. I got the um, Mask of the Red Death, which. I'll be honest, I still haven't taken out of the box. I haven't either. Of what's behind the mask, I haven't even done that yet. And it's been about two, three weeks since I got it. And I still, every time that I get a moment to myself, I literally just shut down and just either zone out or watch a horror movie because it's Halloween. And it's it's, it's it's been eating at me like, I should open that, and then I end up forgetting to do it at the end of the day every freaking day. Like, yeah, and no, honestly, mine's still sitting here. I showed it off when I got it; it's still mm-hmm. sealed. Um, kind of the same thing. There was something. There's something special I wanted to do with the opening, and I might still make it happen. So that's why I haven't been pushing to open it just to open it. 
Um, but I will say my hat's off to everybody on the internet because I still have not been spoiled. Yeah, me neither. As to what the head really looks amazing. like underneath there. So um, that's exciting. You don't get that too often nowadays. Just watch. Today will be the day where I go on and all of a sudden somebody does it. Now I'm like, I had two weeks. Yeah. I really had two <laughs> Now today is the day that it happened. It's because you said something out loud. and yeah, it's, in the it's out in the universe. It's out in the uh, the ether, and then it'll come back to bite me on the butt later today. I'm sure. Thank you. So, uh, but I, I, real quick, though, I, I will say uh, we had that pre-order for the Mondo Beast Man. We did. Um, and that we ended did. on Friday the 13th, uh, if I remember correctly. And I did end up going in on that because nice. I my my normal connections did not work, and I was really hoping that that would be the case. And then finally, it was getting too close to the to the finish line. I'm like, nope, I'm just gonna do this. So, yep. Uh, no more no more review samples, but there will be still more Mondo on uh, the show as as they uh, they hooked you. They hooked you. They hooked me. That's that, they did their job and they did it way too well. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. I I think from what's been teased and shown, I think I'm good up until maybe Panthor. Panthor will be the one that I really have to sit down and think and crunch and maybe sell some stuff. Which I really need to sell some stuff anyways. I got a lot of extra stuff I'm just sitting on. Nah. <sighs> too much asking <laughs> yeah i'm right there with you oh uh, but yeah other than that the the orco might be tempting if he comes in at a lower price point mm-hmm. but they also have a bunch of extra stuff with him so i think he'll still probably be around that same price point but if he were if he were like half the cost like if he were around the hundred mark for orco mm-hmm. ah mm. That'd be that'd be pretty tempting. Like he's yeah. not he's not a must have, but for the right deal, you know. Well, even like I had a I had a plan going into it, yeah. and I was like, okay, you know, Beast Man, and then they revealed Pila, and I was thinking about Panther, and now I'm just like, all right, maybe maybe I'll revise this and see what happens next year, because. Hila, as much as she's the main character, I'm actually at the point of going, I don't know if I really need her like I would if they had Fisto or Manny Faces yeah. or even a Ram Man eventually, because those guys visually are going to be more stunning, in my opinion, than Hila could be. Because they're gonna take more room on the shelf. They're gonna they're <laughs> gonna I mean that that trap jaw, which did I show that off on the show? I don't remember. I'm getting confused here. Not here, here, hold no. on one second. I didn't then. Well, you then were we're spo- gonna do it you're today. supposed to be do a review special. And, and I messed that up because last week was nutty. But Trapjaw, this guy earns one heck of a gold star as far as I'm concerned or, or something along those lines. Because <laughs> this guy is something else when you see him on the shelf. Even with their, you know, like the the more like samurai plated yeah. loin piece and all that stuff. But I mean, if you look on the back here, I mean, you got every accessory accounted for with how many loops you have here to to put the accessories on. 
I haven't even gotten a chance to play with him the way I was hoping to, so hopefully I'll do that soon. But like this guy on the shelf, plus now Deluxe Skeletor, and Beastman being even like a head taller than the normal figures. I mean, that's more what I want to see on the shelf compared to Tila at the moment. So we'll see what happens. No, I I agree. You know me. I've always you know Tila Man at Arms completely necessary for stories, but yeah, as far as needing figures of them, they're actually pretty low at, of my want list. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, only thing I got this week uh, from the wonderful Adam McCombs, uh, founder, writer, leader of the Battle Ram blog, uh, I did get this nice. Um, Vintage, I think he said it was Brazilian store display. So, <laughs> yeah, just some nice vintage artwork there. Um, as like a, as a counter display. So, all right, oh, I haven't looked at anything up already. Uh, oh, it does say a magazine. So, yeah, this would sit on like the top of the magazine rack. But yeah, just some so some nice classic early artwork. Uh, very good mm-hmm. shape. Few scratches on the back. There's a piece of tape that might be vintage, so I'm kind of tempted to leave it there. Um, <laughs> that is 1983 tape. You do not touch that. They don't make tape like that anymore. But yeah, just that's uh, true. It's it's. I don't really go out of my way for this stuff, but the, the it it was just in such beautiful shape. I I couldn't pass it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. No, I'm right there with you. Like uh, the one that I occasionally and I really would love and I can't I keep thinking it's like it's either in Italian or Spanish or something because at the bottom it's like masters but then it's Del Universo or something yeah and it's the one where it's like the painted version of He-Man but he's got the axe and the shield and then Skeletor with his havoc stuff and there's two different individual pieces yeah and those just from the artwork alone make me wish I had them because Mm -hmm. It, that that's like that reminds me of the era before the one you just showed where it's yep. that way more like the barbarian Frazetta vibe that I'm always uh, a fan of with Masters and every time I see those I always screen cap them or save the images just because I'm like every time I just love looking at those in detail blowing those things up and seeing all the art exactly yeah, good stuff all right, let's jump right in then. Uh, first up, uh, first up is an addendum. We got a better look uh, at the Necroconda figure that's coming out. Um, so, in addition here to the. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so uh, obviously we saw the figure before. It's got the snake armor Skeletor uh, upper armor. It's got the snake armor He-Man gauntlet with yeah. the with the loincloth. It's a glow-in-the-dark black, bluish green. Um, but he also comes then with, uh, it looks like, uh, Tila's sword, the dagger from Lady Slither, and I think the big sword was from Fangor. Along with the claw weapon for the Snake Armor He-Man Gauntlet. Those are all done in the -the glow-in-the-dark plastic. And the big surprise for me that I did not see coming um, 
was the snake tailpiece from Lady Slither. So I already thought this was a cool figure. But then you get that snake tail piece, which can fit into any Masters of the Universe Origins figure, as we've seen from the people who've gotten Lady Slither already that have done, uh, you know, all Origins figures come apart. That waist, that waist peg on that tail can fit into any figure. So heck of a value right there. And I think I think they said this was a Walmart exclusive. Oh, okay. It's either Walmart or Target, but I think that yeah, because Target has the uh, the Demogorgon and Skeletor two pack. Yeah, and Walmart yeah. got Necroconda. Yeah, this honestly, I didn't even notice until seeing this the the um, Snake Armor He Man pincer gauntlet <laughs> part until now, and I'm like, that is nuts that he's got that on top of everything else. He. They packed them up the same way that um, in in classics we had uh, um, Drago Man. Yeah. Where he's got so many different things and so many different ways of displaying them because of the accessory a lot. That um, pretty cool. Like like I said, this one, not a fan of the Snake Man, but if you make an individual looking one like this, you're suddenly playing my tune compared to yeah. here's Ratlore, here's you know, tongue lasher. Here's like this is more like the the creepiness of this one mm-hmm. is way more the way I wish they could do other uh, snake figures. So, like Lady Slither, I dig this. Um, but you know, like growing up, we had what we had, and I was always like, yeah, screw those guys. And stuff. If they would have had him. I'd be like, he's the leader of the snake, and King has go go uh, sit on it. You know. Yeah. No, it's it's a really cool figure. The the cape and the hood and just the color scheme. I love that that snake snake armor for the Skeletor that I think looks stupid on Skeletor uh, looks amazing here. So Absolutely. yeah, color scheme, the value. I can see lots of people grabbing him. Just I don't even necessarily want the tail on him, but for those guys that love the pop and swap with Origins, yeah. like that's a heck of a piece that you know, isn't available very readily, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of customizing if you can get your hands on one, but I'm guessing since he's an exclusive, he's going to be one that's at least like two to three times what you're going to find him for in the store if you're lucky to find him. Yeah. I mean, well, besides the initial wave of Rise of Evil, I think all the 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 figures have been pretty easy to find. I know Moss Man's pretty much sitting on shelves now, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been in a Walmart, so I, I honestly <laughs> couldn't even tell you. I don't get out that much anymore. I was at Target in the last couple of weeks, and they didn't have much anything. They had like a few things here and there, but it was right. not like it was a year ago when I mm-hmm. used to go over. So, but yeah, hopefully anybody who's looking for this one, it'll be an easy catch and. It is cool. Like this is one that I really wish could be. It's it's retrofitted now. I wish it was retrofitted into the eighties because this thing would have been not. Yeah. Nope. It definitely would have been a winner back then. Much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I said before about Terror and Lord Grasp and how I feel about them, even though they were actually eighties. Like they, 
they're ones where they took significant parts into me. You can see, you know, like yeah. I can't unsee that whiplash head on top of the Rattler neck. Like, yep. but hip, excuse me. <clears throat> but him, um, like all the, all the reused parts just blend in very nicely. Um, mm -hmm. and they look made for each other. Uh, next up, they did announce the winner of the Eternia's Choice fan vote. And thanks to Geek Dad Life for the graphic, uh, it was the Snake Lair playset, which I personally did not vote for. Sean, did you? I can't recall. Nope, I did the attack track and the, uh, the tower for the, the horde. That is the correct uh, answer. Yeah, I, this this one, I I got to admit, like I wasn't following this as well as other people, I'm sure, out there. And when I saw this was the one that won, I literally took one look at it. I go, okay, and I went on with the rest of my day because this this was nothing on my radar at all. Yeah, no offense to Axel at all, um, but it. It's just not something I I guess the 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 reason that a lot of people thought this was a great idea were probably just hey now the statement finally have something mm -hmm. since every faction had something yep. uh, as a base uh, up until now uh, with the exception of uh, the statement but again statement are the lowest of the rung for me to begin with so it's not, not like I needed them and. Yeah. You know, it was it was more Snake Mountain, Castle Grayskull for me as a kid than anything. Yep. So even the Fright Zone was minimal compared to uh, other things because I just like the idea of the Horde just running in and causing trouble. But yeah. Uh, what are yeah. your thoughts, Matt? I mean, I I am super happy for Axel. You know, and he is a great guy. It is a well-designed playset, and it has its roots in the vintage line. You know, he took that old abandoned treehouse concept playset, and he kind of used the same. He like adapted it into the Snake Lair. Like, I love the story behind it. I love the heritage. Like, I love Axel and his work. Um, but for me, it just uh, out of the options, this was definitely low on the totem pole for me personally. And I still feel, like I said before, that Mattel knew what they wanted to make. And they were going to make it regardless. And like I said, this was one that got like the full treatment, big art. You could see all the different things. I feel like they, they definitely manipulated the vote where certain choices on the poll were given less than flattering artwork or, you know, whatever. It just there wasn't enough detail, um, but they've been between the way it was presented, the fan community's definite and appropriate love of Axel Jimenez, and the fact that they this year they have been slamming the Snake Men down our throats. I think all was definitely them leading up to this. I mean, they did. The Fangor pre-order, the Lady Slither pre-order, and then the fan choice. Like, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm not, 
I'm not going to come out and be some crazy conspiracy theorist that's a because they didn't actually release any results. Yeah, they just said this was the winner. Um, so I I don't know. Like I I'm glad it's getting made. I hope that they go back to the well with some of those other choices. Um, because I think for quite a few of those, it's 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 an hour never, you know, because. You know, Origins is wrapping up. They are going into Filmation. I'm sorry, Cartoon Collection. Um, so, like, but, like, once that's done, I'm assuming the plan is by then to have a movie ready. So then we're going into the movie, like, product. And that's going to follow those designs, which it should. Um, I just, I don't. I don't see us getting another shot at some of this stuff. You know, I think we're, you know, classics are, have, have come and gone, you know, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Like I said, origins is wrapping up the uh, cartoon collections about to start. And then after here, I think it's going to be more like, like an MCU effect where, you know, eventually they're going to get this movie off the ground they're going to redesign and update things. And I think that's going to set the tone for what's to come. Whether, you know, if it's successful, then that's going to be, you know, your your quote-unquote diversion from here on out. I mean, we've seen going to Marvel as a, as a parallel. You know, Tony Stark in the comics has been Robert Downey Jr. since Robert Downey Jr. took the role. Yeah. You know, that character updated and changed. You know, and it just, you know, and I think the same thing will happen to Masters. So either the movie comes out, it's a hit, and that kind of directs how we're going to go with these characters from here on out, which I'm not even saying is a bad thing. Like, that's what you have to do. You want it to be successful. I want it to be successful. But that means we're going to a new iteration of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you're seeing with Superman, you know, you had Christopher Reeve's Superman. And then, yep. you know, 90s came out with their steroid, long-haired, mulleted Superman. And that took over. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Batman, we went from Adam West to, to Michael Keaton to, you know, Christian Bale. Like, it's what happens. Yeah. But so it's, this is kind of the yeah. point here where if we're going to get cartoon collection stuff, we're going to get it. Like, I don't see them looping back around again. We already did classics. We looped back to the beginning for Origins. Now we're looping back to the beginning for Cartoon Collection. Um, I, just, I really I don't, wish. I don't see them going, then getting a movie launched, and then going back again for a, I don't know, vintage collection. Like, I, just, I, don't, I don't see it happening. I, I I wanted to say first off, every time you say cartoon collection, I really wish we could have that noise every time because I know how much it drives me nuts. But it's underscoring that frustration, and it would amuse the hell out of me. Um, no, I I'm so number one. The the one thing that I was reminded of when that was revealed as the winner uh, out of everything, which was mind-blowing to me, was 
this is also a crowdfunding project. Mm -hmm. This is not something that's a guarantee. So that's the true. fact that the fact that now we have this being the the option as the crowdfunding project, I feel like there's a part of Mattel going, we can maybe breathe a sigh of relief. This might not work. And we don't have to do this one. And maybe we'll focus on the other ones that were already thrown out as options because those are more in this in the vein of what we need to do with the cartoon collection in that way. Because, you know, everything else that they put on that list was legit geared for something like what they're about to come out. Except for so, the Toy Fright Zone. Except for the Toy Fright Zone. It's true. Um, but in a way, that could be like, okay, with them, they they still have things, they, they still have money left on the table from Origins in general. There's still figures and things they didn't do yet. So right. maybe that is a potential, and then the cartoon collection could still be in tandem, possibly. No, you're, you're saying cartoon collection way too upbeat. It's You got to do the old P Peter Cullen <laughs> Masters of the Universe cartoon collection by Mattel. You know, <laughs> just have it be like something so nutty. Um, but I, I get what you're saying, and that's why I that's why I hope honestly that this was the legit winner, because if it was the legitimate winner out of all those votes, then it should get funded. Because we run the other risk is that this, and that's a great point. You know, this hasn't been funded yet. They just said it's won the opportunity, yeah, to be placed and on the Kickstarter. So not Kickstarter, but you know what I mean. The crowdfunding, the crowd, right. yeah. However, they do it, yeah. But so then, if this fails, and that was the fan vote winner, mm -hmm. then it's sending the message to Mattel that, hey, if if the top candidate for this didn't win, why would any of these other or didn't fund? Why would any of these others? And maybe that's their barometer to go. Okay, none of these options are valid. We're going to toss them all out. I don't disagree with that either because I, Mattel is, I, in my personal opinion, Mattel is a lot more chicken little about this line about the brand of Masters than they are about any other thing they put out there because it is more of like a, okay, it's it's such a niche Grateful Dead where there are hardcore fans, yeah, but we don't have the new blood the way that other lines that they have keep getting genera generationally which in my opinion partially is their fault not our fault um and, and you know it's like come at me by telling that one but i mean seriously when you when you throw 2000x under the bus and it was actually not a bad reboot yeah and you just leave everything else out there the way you did it's like yeah you're you're not really showing exactly the biggest confidence booster of of, of this being a brand that you believe in. So I, it's like, I have no dog in the race. So I honestly hope that it does fund so that they get the message on that. And it does prove me wrong about what I'm saying right now. Um, again, I, I, I agree with what you said too about Axel. I feel like with the amount of work he's had with the line and he's one of the artists that even during the the uh, the dip 
in the popularity and it was the Grateful Dead project of Mattel with classics and the way that, that was going. He still was putting stuff out there to get the fandom pumped to yeah. go, yeah, Masters, you know, remember that? We love Masters and all that stuff. So the fact that he he was one of those artists that was keeping the, the torch going, he was keeping it moving that way. It's like, yeah, I, I definitely hope that this works because I believe the guy does deserve something as, hey, this is for you now, finally, yep. because, you know, your work is, has, has that passion to it. That, that it reminded everybody of what of a brand that we know and love. Um, so, I, yeah, definitely no ill wishes about this project at all. Um, the other thing, too, which I, I, I hate to admit this, but as someone who is the one that usually says, I really want to see Masters progress, this is a case in the point of it's trying to progress a little. Yeah. Mattel is wanting to go with something that we've never had before. And while the Snake Men has never been something that I've loved, I got to actually give them props to say, hey, at least they're doing something that we've never seen before. And it does push the borders of what we know open a little bit further into what Eternia is and what uh what things we haven't had as kids and what things we didn't expect to have so in certain ways this is actually a, a positive in that way too and do i want to see the other stuff happen because i know the fans would love it absolutely because i mean if i had the choice when i was a kid between the puppet uh freight zone versus the tower freight zone i probably would have wanted the tower freight zone to be completely honest represented what i saw every afternoon mm -hmm. um and and same with snake mountain if they would have came out with a big snake mountain with the you know instead of the other version yep. i would have eaten that up as a kid because that looked more like what i saw on tv every afternoon so um i hope those do find a way to the shelves or do the you know shelves of the fans or to the shelves at walmart and target too absolutely Sorry, I just got distracted because. No, I'll bring it up another time. Uh... <laughs> All right. I will say, only only rebuttal I have to your point is I do feel yes, Mattel out of all the toy companies is the most chicken little, but they have mm -hmm. gotten better than they used to be because they are actually going. You know, before it was well. If the line ends, we need to take at least five years off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we gotta, yeah. we gotta take some time. Um, however, they are going right from origins to cartoon collection. Cartoon um, collection from the you know, and and they've they've done the Masters of the WWE universe at the yeah. same time. They they're they're licensing it out more. You know, we got. The Loyal Subjects, Iron Studio is now doing the statues. You know, Mondo's got their figures. Like, they are, they're, they're finally getting more to a place like Hasbro and Playmates have been the whole time where they're like, hey, if we just keep throwing shit out, maybe not everything will land, but some stuff will, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and Mattel's finally coming around to be like, huh, you know what? Maybe it is better 
to keep it in the public eye rather than shelve it for 10 years and hope that people yeah. still care about it then. Um, and so in that vein, Mattel did announce the super secret. No one had any inkling that they were coming at all. Best kept secret of the toy industry. Uh, I kid. Everybody knew these things were coming. Mattel is terrible at keeping secrets. Uh, they did present the Turtles of Grayskull, finally. Here we are. Here we are. So, uh, this is from the Masters of the Universe Facebook page. First up, we have Leonardo on card. Uh, nice harness with an L on it. He does have two power katanas that form into one. Um, some ill-fitting shoulder armor and a nice bright blue loincloth. Uh, Sean, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Leonardo here? Uh, it's different than what I was expecting because I I don't know why. I kept thinking that they were going to go with the same designs as uh, Freddie Williams the third, if I remember it. Yeah. I'm sure that's his, the number his behind kid. his name. Yeah. Um, he, he did do, and he was showing off in the last year. Here's pages he had of um, concept art that he was working on for the co- the comic book version that never got uh, released, that never, yeah. it never went anywhere. And I was really hoping it would be more like his stuff because I really dug what he was doing. This is, this is definitely like a sidestep, but we're at least in the vein of what that was supposed to be. So it took me a little bit to kind of get used to, oh, this is what it, it's going to look like now. Um, they, I, I, I honestly am kind of 50-50 still looking at them. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the sword. I think that's probably one of the most fun parts. But the other thing that gets me is I'm, I, I will give Mattel props for this because I haven't picked up a uh, Playmates Ninja Turtle in ages. Right. Even with the new movie, I haven't bothered with any of those figures. The last figures I think I got were from the 2012 uh, CGI show. I got the whole, like all four turtles for my son and Shredder and some of those. And that's been it. I've been going NECA otherwise if I want anything. This Leonardo is one of the first times I've seen like a more play play um, playmates s Leonardo, where I'm looking at it going Mattel kicked their ass this time in my opinion. It looked more like my childhood to see this Leonardo than anything they've done recently. Um, so in that way, I'll I'll be honest, I might buy the turtles in this because they are so different. Since I'm not into the Origins line, these actually work for me in like that old school turtle vibe. I agree. I, I think the turtles are definitely the the winners of this line. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Freddie Williams will be doing the mini comic that comes. Yes, yeah. it, it's it is not based on the canceled crossover. In any way, shape, or form, but they did hire Freddie Williams to do the mini comic for it, so that that'll be interesting to see. 
Yeah. I just uh, the blue seems really bright to me. Um, it's more that Venus to Milo blue than it is a Leo blue, so that bugs me. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like his blend the most. I do find it interesting that they don't seem to have an actual shell that it's just painted on they got the painted brown onto the muscles because that is through and through the the origin well, I can't tell if it's the origins or the cartoon collection book because they're both very similar um but yeah it is just that buck painted in turtle colors so that mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting thing um and I had to get a better look at the back the front shell doesn't bother me too much that way, but the back shell might look pretty odd if it's just painted on back there. Um, and you can even see here with his uh, card back art that, like, look how much deeper they did the blue there yeah. than what the actual figure looks like. So that's that's interesting. That's one of those things about like origins in general. I feel like the colors are so garish on anyway half the time. I know there's people out there going, "Well, that's how it was when we were kids." I'm like, "No, not not that way." Yeah, like it was a colorful line, but the colors were a little little more. I don't even want to say earthy because they weren't, but it's like they they up the the colors on everything when it came to origins, and it's like this doesn't surprise me and it. The the blue it could end up being a little different when we see it in person. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like that's just par for the course. That that uh, that uh, critique of it, which I'll give it to you too. At the same time, like yeah, I'd, I'd rather see it definitely more indigo esque of a blue than how light it is here. But for the most part, it's like this is making me more excited for Origins than I ever was. And it's for turtle. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we've got He-Man, the most powerful mutant in the universe. Um, and this this one is interesting. Kind of what I figured from the beginning, but I know some people needed it more explained. But definitely, once the carded shot was shown here. Uh, so apparently these uh, with He-Man's card back, it's got Skeletor and Shredder up on top. Um, I don't think I have... Nope, this is the cropped version of the card back art on this page. Um, but basically, it appears the storyline is going to be that He-Man gets mutated, and so then he's under the control of Skeletor and Shredder. So the turtles have to team up to unmutate him and make him not evil. I feel like we've done this before. (laughs) (laughs) I go back to, you know, I just... Mm -hmm. Why can't they just team up? Why does it have to be, well, someone's got to go evil. And then, you know, and... I just this design is just not good. Ugh. the yeah. bright purple like uh, it's it's an interesting design, but not like this is what you do with He Man in this story. You know, it's same 
you know, Thundercats, He-Man crossover killed him off. And then when they revived him, He-Man was a mindless zombie that fought Lion-O, you know, and that's mm -hmm. how they got their battle. And it's just like, with that one, I'm like, do we have to jump through these many hoops? And then that, and then this is like, uh, just kind of the same thing in my mind. It's like, why do we have to go here? Mm -hmm. Well, we have to make one of the heroes evil so they fight each other. Why? Why? Did they... Turtles and Batman, did they have to fight each other? No, they just teamed up and kicked the crap out of people. Mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, I just, I don't, like, there are so many interesting ways to me that you could have taken He-Man gets doused with ooze. I mean, if you want to go Turtles logic, that's how you get Battle Cat Man, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the animal you're most around, right? Yeah. yeah Turtles became humanoid. Splinter, depending on the, you know, if you go cartoon, he became a rat because he was around the rats. Like, mm -hmm. you know, but He-Man turns into a purple steroid freak with spikes on him and green hair. I don't yeah. know. You I, take I, no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like, when I saw this, I, I was... When I saw it, the only thing that let me know it was He-Man was the H on his chest, and I was just, like, lame. It, it There was nothing about this that even spoke to me on any level. It literally just felt like, okay, we have to have He-Man in this, so we're going to just do something like, hey, remember the slime pit zombie He-Man that we did yeah. in Classics? We'll just do that again, but purple. And it's like that worked for me in Classics, because that was something that it, you know, it was already always hinted at, you know, like the idea of oh, it, and that he did get doused in this, like yeah, I I agree there completely. It's like okay, it, there could have been different, more interesting ways of showing He Man gets the mutagen on him. He like you said, he could have turned into Battle Cat Man, or he could have been something completely different. This purple with green hair, it's like. Yeah, whatever. And so in the, the loop around pose here, which is coming in a minute here, we see the full card back. And that, that's exactly what happens there. So we've got on the card back there, uh, the part that you couldn't see in the other images is Shredder standing in front of a slime pit, but instead of the dinosaur skull on top, it's got a Shredder helmet on top and it's pouring out ooze. So I'm like... That's a cool concept. You know, a Shredder's design that we've seen on the card back, we haven't seen a figure, looks really cool. It's It almost looks like they're going like a mosquito or blood pump thing on his chest armor. Mm -hmm. um, and the shirtless Shredder actually makes sense for once with him coming to Eternia. But that in that slime pit mashup looks amazing, you know. It, it's a cool story. It's just like, it's like, how do you get to this design? That's my thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, out of all the reveals, this one was one where I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Donatello, the heroic turtle at arms. And it's Donatello with purple man at arms armor. Which works. I mean, don't get me wrong, it works, but it's like 
it's exactly what I expected. <laughs> and so for that reason, it's not that exciting to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for me, at least looking at it, I, I, I appreciate it. Honestly, I, I think it's fun. Yeah. It, like you said, I, it, like, I guess, I guess my thing, like the whole Leo one since going back to him for a second was I almost figured based on the concept art that, that I saw based on the uh, the canceled comic it would have been more like you know Leonardo would almost have like more of a He-Man vibe to him instead yeah. it's more like here's almost like a attorney and samurai Leo which okay that's fine same in this case but in my opinion out of the two of them Donnie definitely has he pulls this look off better with easily compared to leo's more of like a they're they're trying to figure out who he is on attorney mm-hmm. versus this makes complete sense to me. now if they have raf show up in a uh white white swimsuit like teela <laughs> i'm gonna have some good laughs on that one because that's gonna be hysterical but um I, i'd say out of this wave as much as I hate to admit it, I think Donnie's probably the the best for the turtles so far because his translates the easiest. Like you said, you, you picture here's the guy that does machines. Well, Man at Arms is is his is his uh, alternate on Attorney. Boom, yeah, yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Then it, it completely makes sense, you know. No, it, that's it. It's but to me, it's it's the plainest. No surprise for that. though. Right, there's no yeah. surprise. There's no like, yeah. oh, they did this. like even Leo. At least they like, oh, that's how, like it is that He Man vibe, but it's not just he's got He Man's armor on. You know what I mean? They're like, well, exactly. let's give him some shoulder pads and let's give him, you know, let's make his his harness a little different. Like, okay, at least you went there, yeah, a little bit, you know. So this does show at least how the show works from the underside at least now that I'm looking at it on the on the one that we posted in our group the legendary I'm going to get I'm going to get to that post in a minute here yeah um but but no like I I don't know like the armor and everything I I am surprised and and I'll give them the creative props on this one how they managed to get the shell design on the attorney and armor a lot more than I would have expected and it worked yeah, which does easily surprise the heck out of me right now because I sometimes question the creativity at Mattel with some of the things that they do in this this line, with the exception of He-Man. I see more creativity coming out of it that I'm really enjoying for the first time in a while. All right, let's. I'll show this real quick here. So here is the Donatello in the action pose. And yeah, so basically, so basically, the front is just kind of painted, and the back looks like it's just an armor piece. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, I still, I, I still got to see it to see how, how that, like, from this angle here, honestly, that's not great to me. Like, it looks like a piece of armor from the front there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so. I don't know. I'm not sold on it. And then here is the uh, the Leo action pose where you can see the swords a bit better. Um, 
Yeah, I dig the sword. Yeah, the sword's the cool. L the armor looks better there than it does in the in-package picks, and it's got the second piece on the left side, which is just in the package that you have to put on yourself. Um, that's still, I still need that. That blue needs to be a, a deeper blue. I think that's still just my biggest thing. That's It looks more like kind of the end of the line turtles where they were going like the metallic and stuff. Yeah. Or even kind of the fast forward from the from the 2000 series. I don't know yep. if you remember those figures. That's what Leo reminds me of. He reminds me of that fast forward uh, design. Yeah, I, there, there's. I, I think for me, like I like most of the aspect of the Leo. It's that L, because now that they're doing the H for He-Man uh, and yeah. that, like across the board. The L for Leo, for me, it's like it, Donnie doesn't have that. So I don't know why they had to do... Like, it could have just been an easy put the shell there or something, you know? Or it, it's something other than just the L. I know that that's, like, the thing ever since the uh, cartoon in 87. But if Donnie doesn't have it, it doesn't mean they all need to have it, in my opinion. Right. So, I mean, their colors definitely differentiate them enough that it could have been something different at least but that's just otherwise i i'm surprisingly i do really enjoy what they're doing here more than i thought yep yeah there's the there's the fast forward leo so yeah that's that's that, that's what was hidden for me in the back of my brain god Grand, he's, he's, I mean, it's not perfect, but he's got the shoulder pads. He's got a brighter blue, uh, and he does yep. have the, you know, the dual swords that he's always had. But yeah, so. Uh, next up, if I can find which tab I was in, so we got Dantello. He's got the long bow staff with the literally the man at arms club on top. Like, come on, guys, mm -hmm. you could have done something. Uh, and then we got Man Arms, the weapons master in a half shell. Um, it's Man at Arms. <laughs> I well, really... <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if I just, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. out of the designs for these, this Man at Arms, I actually think looks freaking cool. Yeah. Um, I, I it feels 2000x mixed yeah, with very. Ninja Turtles, and that's probably why I love it so much. And it, it also even has there, there's a vibe of it that it even almost nods at the uh CGI show because there's a little more blue in his armor than there used to be because of what they did here. So, in certain ways, I, I'm actually really liking this. The, the only design decision that they made that I think is silly as hell is how the the pieces from the belt come down and they're yeah. on his thighs. Because all I'm thinking is him running and you just hear clap, 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 clap the whole time. And it's going to... I don't know why. That's where my mind goes to. It's like the functionality of these when you see them. And all that my mind goes to is if he's running after somebody, he's not going to be a ninja at all. Those things can be loud as hell. Yeah, they're trying. So, they're trying to play up the samurai type armor, yeah. uh, and it just doesn't work the way they did it there. So that was a bad move on their part, in my opinion. But everything else about him, I'm actually pretty into. I dig it. Uh, 
I, I've this one I find very interesting. I, I definitely get what you're saying. And my first thought was, you know, the 2000 X banded arms, the bigger yeah. shoulder pad now with a shell motif. Um, again, I think it's just kind of the same thing with Donnie. It's like they're just there's nothing necessarily you, you know, unique here. And it looks like he even comes with the same weapon as Donnie. He's got the mace sitting there with a longer handle, like. Mm-hmm. Um, what I find most interesting though, is, uh, like they, they, and they, they, they went for a very darker, uh, more of the Michelangelo green for his body suit. Yeah. Um, but then if you look at the card back art, we actually get a very different looking man at arms where he's got the, his regular brighter green body suit. Yeah. You know, his armor is less turtly. And even even the his samurai shin guard whatevers like they, you know, they're off to the side. More they're off to the side. There. They're a silver. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just kind of interesting that uh, I don't know if it was kind of a late minute decision to change the colors, or maybe the colors weren't done and they were working off black and white images when they did the card back art. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just kind of interesting there because his character on the card back is almost nothing like his character that you're actually getting. And he's the mm. only one that's like that. Yeah. So I'm curious if that helmet's going to be removable. It looks like it's it looks like it's not sitting right there. So I'm thinking it is, honestly. Um, it's got a shadow. Like on the, on the one that we have in the group, there's a shadow around the face, and it looks like it probably will come off. We'll go ahead and go over there, anyways, because we are done here. Uh, yeah. There is the so, action pose. Yeah. Um, there's definitely. I agree. That's what I'm saying. It looks like it looks like it is removable, which is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got the big turtle shell weapon, which I'm now that I'm looking at it, I'm betting that's the same piece that the turtles have on their back. Probably. I'm betting it'll be removable on all of them. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about this one where it's given me something that I haven't gotten from since 2000X when when the horseman did the design. I yeah, I like the chunkiness of this one. I I love that huge shoulder pad because I love the 2000X version. And even that, like color-wise, that green is dark, mm-hmm. but the color the color's working for me. And even that face sculpt, it's, it's got like more of like an animated look to it. Like mm-hmm. if if uh, DC or Warner Brothers had done uh, Turtles crossover with Masters, this would work the same way as the turtles that they designed in the uh, Batman meets the Ninja Turtle line looked. Exactly. So I'm I'm appreciating that, but then there's a part of me that's like, I kind of want there to be like, a, just give us the He-Man that's not under the shredder control. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see what they would have done with him instead of it being what they did. Now, it's I'm weird like that. It's like it it almost for me hamstrings the line for that reason because it's like your main character isn't even the right person at this point. Exactly. You know, and and I kind of want to see what a He-Man would look like just 
teaming up with the Turtles in this version. Yeah, and even then, so th those are the the first wave of this crossover. So you've got two Turtles, Man-at-Arms, and an evil He-Man. Like, that's not even a great mix, you know, as a line. Three heroes and one villain? Like, what, what are we... What are we doing here? You know, mm. um, Grant, I think this is going to follow the origins where they're going to come like boom, 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 boom with the waves. But even then, it's an interesting uh, quartet to start off with. Uh, yeah. we, over here, we do have a couple more that have not been shown packaged yet because these will probably be wave two. Uh, we'll come back to him in a second. We'll start here with the Krang in the Megator-esque body um that this yes <laughs> this is the one for me where i'm like okay they went there um it's kind of interesting having having a megator style body i'll be curious to see how much bigger he actually is i mean you can mm -hmm. tell from there so basically they've got the the I'm just going to say Origins. Origins, upper torso. Then you've got the waist. And in between, they created a piece to fit in there to hold Krang inside. So this figure is, even if this is the standard Origin buck, it's still going to be taller than the rest of them because of that extra piece, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, theoretically, because of the modular aspect, you could then take that piece out and put the two torso and waist together normally and have a megator figure without the crane in there which is an interesting concept mm -hmm. um yeah this is one that actually worked better for me than i thought it was gonna was going to off those leaked images that you couldn't really tell what was going on with it um actually seeing this in person i'm like you know what that works for me in some odd way this one this one, it, it literally looks, it, it, it's almost like a Frankenstein's monster of mm -hmm. a toy. And yeah. I appreciate it, but it's definitely not one that I need. Like, out of out of this uh, initial offering, I'd say I probably will go in on the Turtles because it's fun. Um, Man-at-Arms I appreciate, but again, the no He-Man makes it that, uh, okay, at least the no heroic human makes it that I'm like, eh, all right, whatever. This is another one of those where I'm like, I appreciate it, but that, that like that really hot red slash almost pink is really distracting to me. I know, I know the booties and the, and the gloves on the original Krang were red and yeah. all that, but this one's almost garish the way it looks in that way. And it's like, I, I'm not a huge fan of the, the, the color scheme in this is really odd for me. And I get what they're doing, but they, they almost picked the wrong things to do to make that decision for me, I guess. Um, it is kind of fun to go, okay, how big is Krang going to be? Cause he, you know, it's like when we, we were kids, he was huge. Yeah compared to I, I think this will be more in scale what you would figure cracking would be but yeah he's he's not one that I would need I'm almost curious if I don't know if it's the way it's photographed or maybe the turtles have 
it, like you look at the turtle's legs, and then you look at Krang's legs, and they just look thicker. I'm almost wondering if they use the Andre the Giant body from the Masters of the WWE for this one. I think I think this whole body might be bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I, to me, that I would hope so. Like yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know anything behind the scenes, but I kind of want the turtles to maybe come up to where Krang's yeah. top of his head is, or something, and have have the, the whole other the the upper body be like a whole other figure, like, mm-hmm. if that was possible, uh, without any kind of scaling to show. I don't know, but yeah. I think you're right. I think it could end up being like maybe a you know eight eight or nine inch figure mm-hmm. by the end of the day, maybe. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But regardless, no matter what, it's got to be taller because of that added midsection. So yeah. no matter what, you're still going to get that scale difference, which is uh, really cool. And I I'm not even saying I don't think. Uh, Spoiler alert, I don't think any of these are must-haves for me. Uh, I just, I really, I appreciate what they went for in this design, and it surprised me. And maybe that's what I'm looking for more than anything nowadays. It's just like, just do something unexpected. Like I said, the Leonardo, the Donatello, the Man-at-Arms, there's so much like, hey, this is what I, this is what you would think of if you, if you cross the two. Whereas this one's like, Oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Hmm. And you got the He-Man that just like two out of left field. So yeah, uh, and I, I, I like the chains. By the way, that was the only other thing. Yeah, I, I like the chain motif in this one. Where they, I mean, he's using chains like mm-hmm. suspenders basically, but then on the loincloth, I like how it's unifying it down there too. That worked. Just the painting for me. Like if they could do yeah. it, get a different color scheme, it'd be even better. Uh, and then the last one they showed off, which to me was the absolute winner. It's so stupid. I love it. And that is the Mouser Trap Jaw. <laughs> this one, uh, it, it's another one that I, the first time I saw, I'm like, what the did they do? And then the more I look at him, like, that's so stupid. And then the more I look at him, like, that's so stupid. I love it. Um, he's got the he's got the, the mouser jaw for his jaw and the helmet. Like, yeah. he's got the, the mouser cannon there. Uh, and then I don't know if you noticed, Sean, but on his belt, he's got two mouser feet. So I think you're actually going to be able to take that body mm-hmm off of his attachment and put the feet on it and you'll actually have a mouser along with him. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I I would not be surprised looking at this. yeah. <laughs> I never would have thought about this, but it works so well. And he's even got a little uh turtle shell with like the crossbones on it. Like mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> Uh, this this right here is like why can't they do this with all of these guys if you're gonna mash them mash them you know Mm -hmm. yeah the the thing that's really like i don't know what it is this one 
the creativity's there, but I'm still not past the it's so it's so stupid. It, it, I, I haven't gotten to it's so it's so ridiculous it's on the other side like you are yet. I don't know why. Like I've seen a ton of people saying this is their favorite. And I still look at it and I'm like, there's something not working for me on this. Although I the creativity is way more inspired than the I mean, hell that that He-Man to me is like the worst thing that they've done in ages. Yeah. This is definitely the more inspired, but I honestly think it's the fact that for Trapjaw, when you put in the Oh, we lost Sean. All right, we are back. Sean uh, went and paid his internet bill right quick, so we are good to go now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the internet lords were angry that day, my friend, I tell you. Anyway, um, or Mattel was like, oh, quit smack talking these. It's actually fun. Um, I do find it interesting, though, that we are like the opposites here. We're these ones where I'm like, that's stupid and goofy, and I love it. And you're like, that's stupid and goofy, and fuck off. Like, <laughs> I didn't say fuck off. I'm just saying <laughs> it, there's something about this one that the color scheme, like, I don't mind it on the legs, but when you see his head with that color scheme, I'm so used to seeing uh, like a, a burgundy or, you know, like a, a reddish pink kind of kind of uh yeah helmet on them and when i see the mouser stuff it just I, I almost wish that the mouser stuff could be in his color scheme too for some reason i guess um because like with leo it, you know like he has the armor but it's yeah. in blue you know so it's like why can't trap jaw have the trap jaw look but you see oh it's actually a mouser yeah. that he's got this time so in you know that what way, been that's fun. what's bugging me is I would still keep the white mouser helmet on Trapjaw because I think that I don't know, there's some bad like the and especially on like the legs that black and white that and, looks cool, yeah. And because it looks like it's gonna be like a like a pearlescent white, too, I'm hoping that's what mm -hmm. it kind of looks like here. Um, but what I would have done is I would have done kept the helmet the way it is. But then I would have done his the actual mouser in Trapjaw colors. So the arm attachment and then the legs. If you get that in the black, black and green and burgundy, mm -hmm. like that could have been cool. And that would have given something for the Turtles fans who are like, well, I've got a million mousers, but I don't have a mouser in Trapjaw yeah. colors. That's, you that's, know, I think like if they could have done the black and the, and the, Steel color, like on the legs, like you're talking about. Yeah, I think that's what would offset it more to make it feel less. Though it's too much on that side to me. Yeah. and and I'm nitpicking because honestly, I look at this and I do see the creativity, and it's it's like I would have never thought. And I, I up until now, I'm like, why wouldn't I have thought of this? But I I never would have nope. put He-Man and Turtles together because it's. Too, like the turtles are too earthly, even though they go off world to do stuff. No, no pun intended, but they go into <laughs> outer space. They they go in, in interdimensionally yep. and stuff. But for some reason, going into Eternia would have never been on my list of things to see with turtles. So now that I'm seeing it, I'm processing it. But this one, I agree. Like there should have been a little something extra with the accents on the mouser 
yeah. to make it feel trap jaw. And then, because the, the thing that I love is that that armor on the legs makes him look like he's fancy now. Yeah, he yeah, lo- it looks like spats like on shoes back in like the twenties and thirties. So it almost has this like we're fancy, we're going to dinner after this. Yeah. <laughs> No, exactly. I, I I love this one. This is the winner of the wave for me. But uh, it's funny. I I definitely crossed over Turtles and He Man. I mean, because that was. I mean, I'm 85 baby. Like I saw, so I yeah. had all my He Man, and then the next big thing was Turtles. You know, and then Power Rangers, and definitely all three of them. You know, helped each other out. But as a kid, I never went to like like I went to team ups. Yeah, like it was He-Man and the Turtles. Like the, I, yeah. I never did these mashups, you yeah. know? Like, this is a whole different thing to me. Um, I, I'm guessing then what Beastman's going to end up being Bebop? Uh, you know, we've actually gonna... seen Beastman. Um, oh, really? Because I haven't seen anything I'll about see if that. I can pull it up. Real quick here, though, out of the, out of the figures that they've shown... Yeah. Um. What? What's? What's your winner? Because I already said Trap Jaw's mine. Like, what's your top? Ah, uh, I, I, I don't know why. I the one that I keep going back to, and I'm like, that's actually working for me the most is Donatello. And I know for you, he was like, uh, all right, he's he's kind of what you expected, yeah. but he's kind of the one displaying it the best. It's like he's his own character, but he's got a Turnian armor on him. And it worked mm-hmm. for me better. Like the Leo, I feel like it's they're too they're putting too much effort into trying to make it work on him. But Donnie is like seamless. And then this, I, I'd honestly say Trap Jaw is probably my second. My issue still is that color. Other than that, it, 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 the creativity behind this is is top notch. Considering I haven't been impressed with the creativity for quite a while. So. I've got so basically on the we've seen so on the official masters page they did the crop card back art and yeah. if you do the full ones you see some other characters here's a better look at the the shredder uh, which I really like that yeah. uh, look for him uh, that's very 2000 series shredder in my opinion um, he looks really evil um, mm-hmm. so that's a lot of fun. Um, and this, this is the, uh, David Clark adult collector.org turtles of gray skull fan page that I'm scrolling through here now. Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, here is the, so man at arms card back has him fighting the crane Megator mutant and see even here, look at the way it's drawn. I think that's going to be a bigger figure. I think it's going to be more like a brute scale type figure because yeah. the, the arms are drawn thicker. The legs are drawn thicker. He is taller because of that extra piece. Yeah. But even beyond that, every proportion on him is still bigger beyond the height. So yeah. I think that's that if it's not going to be a deluxe figure, they're going to do like they did with Andre where it is a bulkier figure. Um, so that's a lot of fun. And, of course, the only one I'm not finding here, is, and I know I showed off the the He-Man mutant one with the Shredder slime pit. Wouldn't that be something if that's the way we get the slime pit? I think it'd be hysterical if that's how they do it, but I think there's going to be... Key, I, 
if they do it for here, but then they also do the original one because there is no way yeah. people are going to go, that is the slime pit that I wanted from my childhood. You know? Well, yeah, yeah. But if they released it, because I mean, so you've got the shredder claws on the side. Those are yeah. easily attachments. Like those wouldn't yeah. come sculpted on. And then the only other difference is the head, which the vintage was always removable. So to yeah. me, you release the slime pit with a shredder head and uh, in the skull. And then those attachments on the side. And really, for most of us collectors, you've just sold two slime pits because they're going to yeah. want to play them both ways. So. And honestly, because I I haven't seen these images, this is the first I've I've seen this. That is a more horrifying slime pit than the original, in my opinion, because yeah. of those the the shredding part with the the the, me, the metallic bit. Yep. So I'd be like personally, if I had to buy one, I'd probably go this way because it looks way more terrifying to be in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Yep, here we go. So then on the Donatello card back, it's got him fighting Beastman uh, in samurai oh. armor. Okay. So then that, that's throwing out my idea. But that's interesting at the same time. It's it's almost like um, the samurai versions from 2000X are finally getting their day. It's <laughs> funny to me. It's just... Like out of out of any of the variants, I think most people were like, "Really? No, hard pass." That in the jungle, He-Man and all that stuff. But um, that's different. I'd have to see the figure. Um, it's definitely this might not be one of I expected. But, yeah, no, I, I I figured there would have been more of a mashup with Beast Man being more, you know, one way. But it. I guess it only makes sense with the master for trap job if you think about it, because the other characters are probably going to be in the mix somehow. Yeah. So that was that was probably not the best idea. But so far, out of what I've seen, the turtles are definitely the ones that I'm more invested in because still we're dealing with origins. Origins aren't exactly what I want to see out of masters, but the origins body style works really re well on turtles. And I wasn't right. expecting that to be as good as it looked in this. So, like, I would I would be in for Shredder. I'd be in for the other two turtles in the next wave, I guess. Because, um, honestly, once I get two of the turtles, I'm getting the other two no matter what then because I just feel weird not having all four turtles. Yeah. So what's really interesting genius. is <laughs> then when you look at the card front, uh like He-Man and then where they show Skeletor, they're just He-Man and Skeletor. Okay. Well, then, like I said, I'd love to see a He-Man in this because I could see the Man-at-Arms is different. I I might reconsider that dance if they show a He-Man that has more of maybe a stylistic-looking He-Man. Right. Uh, I just, I'd have to see it. Yeah, just I just found that interesting because they've got, you know, the Leonardo and the Shredder, which are master size, but then when it shows He-Man and Skeletor, they're just He-Man and Skeletor, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. And we we didn't really talk about the card back too much. Uh, I actually I actually really like the card back. I think it's better than some of the figures. Uh, the way they combine the the exploding rocks with a green ooze, and you know it's. It's kind of because they really, if you go back vintage, Turtles and Masters had very similar card backs, you know, 
yeah. a lot a lot of creators from Mattel at the time definitely went on to work at Playmates. So there were some influences. And this is kind of like the perfect mashup of the two, where it's got the exploding rocks with green and then ooze at the bottom. You know, it's kind of sewery, Andy Turney-y, and that font looks great. Um, I think they really knocked out of the park on the card back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely the mashup that I didn't... I, I See, I'm, I'm opposite of how you were when I was a kid, but then again, when Turtles came out, I was also getting near to the end of collecting in general. So when it was Turtles, it was just Turtles. And, you know, like, if I play with Transformers, it was Transformers. But this is one of those where, it, to me, Turtles and Masters kind of have that same kitchen sink vibe about them. Yeah. As much as I hate to say that, it, it, it's, you know, like, when we were kids, Turtles had so many crazy things going on. And same with Masters. They're, they're one of the, they're two of the, the ones growing up that I always felt you could do almost anything with those lines, and for the most part, I'd forgive them. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Uh, and then the last thing we have to look at here is there, and I forget who drew this. I'm sorry, uh, but we do have a little Turtles of Grace Skull promotional artwork, which just shows very much Masters characters on one side, Turtles characters on the other side. No mashup at all. Um, kind of interesting choices on the master side. We've got He-Man, Tila, Man-at-Arms, Trapjaw, Ram-Man, Hordak, Skeletor, and Beast-Man. And then over on the turtle side, we've got Leonardo, Splinter, Michelangelo, Raphael, Donatello, Casey Jones, Shredder, and Crane. No April, hmm. oddly enough. Yeah. Uh, and I find it interesting that they threw Hordak in there as well. Mm-hmm. Well, now, it, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the fact that you got Shredder and Krang to me. That's like, well, Skeletor and Hordak kind of have that same vibe, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just interesting that they brought in one Horde character. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure, and and they're all just classic. That that's the interesting part to me. Um, and then this actually says copyright 2023 Viacom International. So I know I'm going out on a limb. Maybe it's just because I'm so hungry to do for this to happen. Um, I'm sorry. It does say copyright 2023 Mattel on the other corner. This looks like a character select screen to me. Yeah. Is this just going to be toys? Or are we finally going to get Masters in a video game? This just screams video game to me right here. I I don't know why. And the Turtles obviously have always done very well in the video game market. I mean, they just released another side-scroller, you know, what, last year or the year before. The Shredder's Revenge one? Yeah. Yeah. I, 
like I I see what you're saying, but there's that part of me that's just like, oh, I hope not. And I and and I don't mean it that I don't want a video game. I just really don't want He-Man and and the Masters to be piggybacking on something else. I really think it would work well as its own game and be able to do. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, we just have. Uh, I think it, I think in the in the last week. Call of Duty actually has Skeletor as an unlockable yeah. uh, character to play now, so it's like there's that, and and it, I mean, if they did a, a game where it was a versus, okay, you know that's fine, but there is that part of me that I'm just like, can we just do a He-Man game finally? We didn't even like over here in America, we didn't even <laughs> get the PlayStation one back in the day. Yep. That it looked, even though I heard the game wasn't amazing. I don't give a crap. I'll play it. That well, was freaking fun, yeah. you know. Yeah, they also never actually finished it. It's <laughs> so <laughs> like they did, but there's still it was like technically it, there still should have been some bugs worked out, but they just released it anyways just to get some of their money back. Yeah, um, and I get what you're saying, but to me, it's like Mattel has been so hesitant. I mean, we've had how many iterations of Masters in the modern area? era where video yeah. games are a no-brainer and we haven't gotten them so yeah. to me it's like if this is what it takes for viacon to be like hey we do video games let us put your characters in there and mattel can go hey we just made a buttload of money off a video game like let's do yeah. our own yeah like if that's what it takes give it to me baby and no, I, I, I would it. and if they're gonna do it I think the best way would be to do, do to do a fighting game, a Mortal Kombat style fighting game, rather than like the event. Save the adventure game for their own thing. Give us all these because then we could just do He Man versus Skeletor or Beast Man versus Trapjaw, or you could do the Turtles against yeah. like. Just give me a nice little beat 'em up Mortal Kombat Street Fighter, you know, one on one with mm-hmm. Turtles of Grey Skull. And yeah. I can understand it. I, I, I guess in that weird way, I want to have the assurance that that's not it. That, that's how I'm always about this. It's like, I'd love to see, you know, like a Skyrim idea too, or something along those lines, or yeah. Arkham Asylum, or the, the PS4 and PS5 Spider-Mans, oh, yeah. where you can have that open world to run around in Eternia. But, I mean, at the same time, if they gave me the side-scroller where it's the Street Fighter vibe about it and you can do the beat-em-up that way, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably go, hey, that's at least fun that I want to do it for a little while. But, and I think that's all they would yeah. do. They would not do the open world. They would. This would either be the the side-scroller button smasher sure. or yeah. be a one-on-one fighting game. Like, that's yeah. the only two things I see them doing with this. Um, mm-hmm. I mean... Hell, we even had the the Masters Injustice, which Injustice was literally a game at the time yeah. that comic was released that was constantly putting downloadable characters in. I think Turtles even made it into the Injustice game, even though they, they never did. had the crossover. But yeah. Masters had the comic crossover and never made it into the game. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. Uh, all right, last thing, last thing I want to throw at you. Uh, we're missing, excuse me, we're missing two brothers here, Raphael, Michelangelo, I mean, we could go on forever, but I think just Raphael and Michelangelo, since we've seen that the Turtles are definitely mashups, who are Raphael and Michelangelo 
mashing up with? Let's start with Mikey because he's the lesser of the two. Who do you think Mikey's going to mash up with? Ram Man. You think Mikey Ram Man, huh? I I think both of them, like Ram Man always brought comic relief. True. But he's a reliable character. And Mikey is very loyal, but he is the 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 jokester at times and stuff and he he definitely brings comic relief for kids and without even knowing it yeah sometimes as well so it's like i i think and i i'm i'm not gonna lie i'm also basing this on what i saw last year with the ideas behind the scenes on the comic but i do think the two of them actually would work well together and i mean i could picture freaking like ram man if they had him jumping in the sky Mikey's gonna be on him for like a like a skateboard, and they're boom, 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 boom. He's gonna be hitting stuff. Rayman's gonna be hitting into things. I think it, it works. For me. Okay. Raph, uh, I think uh, I haven't done my mic. Can I do my mic here? Are you no, just gonna do I'm the whole thing yourself? <laughs> okay. What? Well, who's your mic? Uh, I, I gotta go, Mikey and Orko. I Orko. Think, yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. Like you okay. said, comic relief, the jokester. Yeah. The so yeah, get give Mikey a, a, a cool hat and uh, you know ma- make the wand into nunchucks and you're good to go. Like that's true. Actually, yeah. He, if I remember right, yeah, they did mix him and Orko together because he had the Ram Man helmet, but the yeah. but his nunchucks were the Orko one. Yeah, I think I, think I did get that so, from yeah. the Freddie Williams comic book. Yeah, yeah. So either way, I think we both are touching on something from that, but. Yeah, I didn't even think about the wands until. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, so now who is your Raphael? Oh my god. Um, well, I know they 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 did the Tila thing with him, which, to be honest, I mean Tila is a little Raphael at times. She can have her moments. She can she can definitely be um, not cool but rude, but she can definitely have more um anger in her at times and more emotion behind the stuff like Raph does. And they I know they had the uh the size were made out of the snake swords. Yeah. But they were smaller for the size. Um I still think that pairing kind of worked. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head that makes sense in that way because I mean the only other option I can think of really quick could be um if they wanted to go Fisto with him, but it doesn't make sense for his weapon. Yeah. You know, like it, so yeah, I'll just stick with the original Tila hmm. and Raph tie-in. See, for me it was uh Raphael and Ram Man, I think is oh. I mean you got you got that that impulsiveness that just I'm just gonna pound stuff. You know what I mean? Smash so it, I, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> So I could see him with the, with the armor and everything, and they do. I mean, even the red, you know, red and yeah, green color yeah. scheme. Really, I mean, but yeah, I just Very think personality wise, yeah, Raphael would be the one to just smash into stuff, and uh, that work. Yeah, and I'm just I'm glad that they're releasing the two lame brothers in the first wave, and so then we can save the best turtles for later. That's nice of them. I just like that they're giving me the one I want the most so that I can worry about the others way into the future. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I'm never, I'm, we're never, we're never going to ever not give each other crap about that. I mean, sure. what's funny is Jesse and I, we, we always had this like quiet agreement, like Raph's his guy, Leo's my guy. We never gave each other crap. We gave each other crap more over Gambit and Rogue because he hated Gambit. And I was like, I like him. I don't care. He's macking on your girl. Sorry. Can't help it. You know, but, um, but in the Ninja Turtles case, you and I, it's always going to be Raph's the best, and the rest are just last place. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm going to just look at you and go, nope. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> oh, but hey. And your cat tail is just, your cat is just like, I think he's got a point. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's trying to make me log off here. So. Uh, that'll be our second time today. That's no good. We got the... Uh... The Target uh, toy catalog. Oh, geez. And we do have Turtles on the front. We got Sonic. We got Jurassic Park. So it's kind of interesting all these years later. Um, and we do we do have a Master sighting. We do have a Slushhead Masterverse. <laughs> Out of and, all of them, a Slushhead is the one that they're showing. That's funny. Well, he's the he's the current Target exclusive. Oh, so, well, you gotcha, gotcha. yeah! All all the new adventures are exclusively Target, okay. and he's the one that just came out. So, um, I really expected them to have more though, because actually Target has been—I know you said they didn't have much, but Target's been my place where if I'm gonna see stuff, that's where it's at. That's uh, the Ram Man, Clawful. That's where I got the Whiplashes, like. Mm -hmm. um, my, I, I will say though, my target, and I, I only have been to my target probably twice in the last month, and then before that, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to Target. Yeah, my target has also not been loaded on hardly anything. The only new thing that they had um, recently, and I ended up picking it up, was this guy. Yep. Yep. And that was the closest to new I've seen them have in quite a while. And they had him, they had Magneto, and they had Bishop when I was there. And they had only like one or two more gambits after the one that I chose. So that was a surprise. But typically like Marvel Legends, those are dwindling in there. They have a ton of the McFarlane DC stuff. They have a ton of Mario stuff from the movie. Mm -hmm. But um, when it comes to the stuff that I go there and I hope to see, I barely ever see the stuff that I I would love to to catch in the wild. Yeah, mine had a had like eight bishops and nothing else. So um, he's not a bad looking figure, but I don't like. He's bishop not, but character. he's he's bishop. Like he's, he's bishop. It's like it, that. That's like that's like I don't know. I don't even know the best way to describe it. It's like yeah, it, it's the same as saying you know like the wall is white. You know yeah. like it. It's like, great, that's awesome for the wall, but I'd rather have something awesome like Wolverine or Rogue or Gambit any other day than Bishop. It's funny, I was actually re-watching Rainy Day, nothing was on, and I re-watched like, the first couple seasons of the, you know, the original X-Men animated series, and I was actually surprised how much he was in it, and by the say uh by his like second, I don't know if it was an episode or an arc, whatever. Like his second story arc, I'm kind of like, you know what? We we kind of, I'm kind of good with him. Um, yeah. He was also kind of weird in that series because they were. I know it's one in Larry Houston. 
was a big voice on that series and he's done a lot of interviews over the years on it. And I know he said like that they were never sure they were getting another season. So every season they were always just trying to do as much as they possibly could. Because mm-hmm. as far as they knew, it's like, this is our only chance. Yeah. You know, and, and then it's like, oh, we got picked up for another season. All right, let's jam as much in here because this is our only chance. Like, mm-hmm. but it was it was kind of interesting how the first couple seasons they're running like the cable and bishop storylines like at the same time and they're so similar in my opinion i know someone that's a at least in the animated series i'm not a huge x-men comic reader so maybe there's a mm-hmm. bigger difference in the comics but at least in the animated series they were both kind of like on the same territory so that was kind of weird um mm-hmm the way those two storylines kind of mirrored and straddled each other. And uh, definitely lots I missed as a kid. I felt I watched that more than I did apparently because rewatching it, I'm like, I didn't see half of these episodes. I'm actually tempted. Uh, I'm probably at, out of uh, me and Jesse. I'm probably the more I go back and want to watch it. Cause the only one that I got to watch was the one that I got at pizza hut when I was a kid, the <laughs> night, of the, the night of the Sentinels. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, part one I, and I, two, on two I separate VHSs. I, I had to I, beg I my parents twice to finish the episode. So they would buy me the second tape. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and I got those and that was it. And, yeah, uh, I couldn't get the station. I couldn't get uh, the Fox station yep. that was local at the time. So I just I had those, and I'm tempted to go back and and like go on Disney Plus and watch it from beginning to end, or at mm-hmm. least you know in chunks or whatever, because I do feel like I missed out when how many people think that show is is uh, a really good representation. To me, it's better than what the movies did. At sure. least they feel like you know the characters, but um yeah bishop for me like even when he was in the comic uh, the first issue they did with the gold team i was still like oh my god this is so cool and then bishop showed up literally one issue later and i remember just going like who is this guy (laughs) and then and then the whole thing with him like he keeps blaming gambit for being the reason that the x-men fall and then it turns out that's not even correct and i'm like all that this thing is doing is making Bishop even huh. bigger of a dink than he was to begin with. Because it's all just, right, so maybe- I blame you! Oh, crap, it was Onslaught. I'm so sorry I did that wrong. <laughs> like, ah, it, like the whole thing with him was, was just a convoluted mess. Cable, yeah. it, just really quick, Cable at least, he had X-Force going, and at least I was enjoying what he was about because it yeah. wasn't a constant thing of blaming the X-Men but one X-Men in particular for getting the rest of them killed and all that stuff. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that. So the, the anime Cable series... was here before Bishop in the comp. So Cable was already technically in the animated the series too, but, uh, okay. All right. Uh, just a Bishop storyline. That's, that's interesting based on the episodes I've seen for okay. the animated series. Um, Definitely some surprises, but there's also some of what you said that came through to the animated yeah, series. So, uh, well, like I said, I might get yeah, my, my plan was, especially with X Men '97, mm-hmm. you know, coming out at some point from Disney Plus. Uh, it was one of those like, well, I should probably refresh myself. 
yeah on what occurred and like i said it just kind of and then as i got into it i'm like you i'm like i thought i had seen a majority at least but i i I got through the first two seasons and i would say maybe 50 percent is what i i actually remember Mm -hmm. so and I know definitely as the later seasons came out, I didn't watch as much. So I'm like, man, I probably don't know anything about those final seasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was my X Men growing up. So. Yeah, my I, I'm just gonna, and this will be the end of it for me. But it, it always made me sad that the best time, at like like uh, X Men, the original animated, they didn't have Colossus then. Yeah, and the only time Colossus was really in any animated thing was the Pride of the X Men, and I know he showed up a little bit on one of the other shows, but I, I still to this day I'm like, my God, like everybody I love, it, it's usually that's the guy they don't put in there half the like Leonardo. Oh, he's hardly in anything, and even though he's <laughs> the leader, he was always the one that you put off to the side because the other three were cool. Colossus, oh, don't worry about him. Wolverine's got the highlight. Oh my God, so. I know he's got he's got at least three three episodes in the animated series because I've seen two on my rewatch and then there's a third that I remember that I haven't seen yet. So, um, yeah, he's I I mean that's not that's not much, but it's that's not great, but it's better than one episode or not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. I think it's kind it's kind of tough there that. Like X Men is just they've got so many years in so many teams that it's like how do you how do you do this? And for the animated series, they really kept to the core team throughout. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's something that you know maybe twenty twenty hindsight, maybe if they had gone a little bit more gold and blue, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, maybe that's something they could have done, but. And, and, and I don't, th- I don't think a network at the time would have gone for that. No, because it's, and it's exactly more with the animated say. television. It's like you have to have, you know, you have He Man's got to be in every episode. Tila and yep. Man in Arms have to be in the majority of episodes. Like we yep. don't, we don't mix up the formula. Yeah. Kids yeah, like we, this. So, <laughs> and, and that's like for me as a kid, if if I was younger and I could watch the X Men show, if they said. There's going to, you know, here's the X-Men show starting out, but then they do X-Men Gold or something, and then they have a different team. That would have made me, like, salivating to go, I get twice the amount of this, you know? And and probably now that would have been an option. But back then, that was, there was no guarantee. Like you said, every season might have been their last. So the the guarantee of having a spinoff was probably, you know, nil, obviously. Yeah. Well, even even Justice League famously back in the day, they yeah. when they wanted to go, well, Cartoon Network wanted them to revamp something, you know, to kind of mix it up. But they were yeah. like, well, we're going to go unlimited and we're going to bring in everybody. And Cartoon Network was like, whoa, wait a minute here. <laughs> like Cartoon Network was like, hey, how about we just swap in a couple new members? And they're like, hey, let's bring all of the heroes. Yeah, and there was kind of some pushback there where they were like, "I don't know if that's gonna work," and mm-hmm. you know, famously it did, and luckily they fought for it. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's just funny the the checks and balances, the hoops that you got to jump through to get this yeah. stuff going. 
That's another one. Firestorm didn't show up there, and I love him. <laughs> it win. <laughs> it's like Firestorm was on the uh, the Galactic Guardians uh, superpowers show back in the eighties. So I can't say he was never on. Why would Firestorm show up in the X Men? On Justice League. Oh, on Justice League. He was a Justice League member, and I thought you were talking about X Men still. Sorry. No, 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 not X Men, but Justice League. And if I remember right, wasn't he? I thought he he was never on Justice League Unlimited. But if I remember right, they actually said somewhere that the episode, um, the greatest story never told about uh, Booster Gold. Originally, that was meant to be Firestorm's episode. It was either that or it was the one with Shazam back when he was Captain Marvel still. It was going to be one of those two episodes I read. They first were going to do Firestorm, and then for some reason they changed it to Booster Gold or Captain Marvel. Hmm. Because I was like, that's the one thing they didn't get to do before the show ended was I really wanted to see Firestorm show up at least once. Right? He's like right up there with Superman for me in DC. I always loved the the iconic look of the character. Oh, he and he was such an interesting character with the the fact yeah. he, his physicality was mentally uh, amalgamated with the the professor. So then that way he could solve problems using the professor to help him, made him a better character and a better hero. Um, but they never did it on that show, and I was always like, well, all right. They but they made Green Arrow badass. Him. So I, yeah, I, I couldn't complain. He was one of my absolute favorites on that show. Uh, Firestorm did appear in the comics for Justice League Unlimited. So. That doesn't help me. He, he was there. And he did. <laughs> he, he was did. there, but I wasn't reading the comics. He, <laughs> did, he, he, he did get an action figure as well. In the Yeah, in the I, I do so. remember that. I do remember that. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, you can't win them all, and in my case, I can't win any of them because Leo is always the eh, and Velasquez is eh, Firestorm is eh, and it's like, sheesh, people. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you just need to like better characters. I will never ever like better characters. I like <laughs> what I like. Damn it, <laughs> they're already just mm-hmm. fine as it is, and they're dandy. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Leo? All right. I think that's an episode. Sean, where can they find you? I don't know. Please help me figure out where I am right now. I'm trying to find all my lost characters anyway. Um, you can find me here. Uh, every co- every couple of weeks, we'll put out episodes. Uh, you can also find me on Offworld on Fridays. Not every Friday night, but I will be there uh, with the core group. And uh, you can also find me occasionally on Toy Frenzy on the Skelevator channel on YouTube as well. So Thursday night, Toy Frenzy. I am a 50-50 shot on that one as well. Yeah, we got uh, we got off, we got Offworld this Friday, October 27th. If you happen to catch this episode before then, uh, we will be discussing the horror movie Happy Death Day. Um, which I have not seen yet, but I'm told it's good. I believe Sean, you have seen it or not seen it? Nope, I haven't. I gotta, I gotta do movies this week because uh, okay. that too. and the so, heavy ever. Yep. So we've got. Uh, so we'll be looking at it from the dual perspective of Sean and I never haven't seen it, and Curtis and Jesse have already seen it and they love it. So that'll be fun. Uh, we're definitely going to be discussing some Halloween related memories and whatnot. Uh, and then 
we will also be discussing the Have You Ever that was thrown out to us, which is the Dream Team starring Michael Keaton and Christopher Lloyd, among many others. Um, I forget his name, but the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Peter Boyle from Young Peter Frank Boyle. Thank well. you. I couldn't pull it off my Peter top Boyle. Of my head. Uh, yeah. He's in it. Looking freaking exactly the same. I don't think that yeah. he aged like he was just always 50. Like. He's, he's like he's like when uh, when uh, Marty McFly sees Strickland in the 1955. Didn't that I ever have hair? You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Join us live on the Offworld channel at 9 p.m. Central. 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. I did the time change twice. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, yeah. I think that's... Oh! And... Oh! In about two weeks, you can see all of us at Legion's Con. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got that. It's a little thing. November 10th, 11th, and 12th? Yeah. Well, actually, I think technically the con is only the 11th and 12th, but G-Con is the 10th. And uh, my my plan is definitely be in town by Friday morning, Mm -hmm. depending on the traffic goes. So, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm excited because the the reveal is going to be uh, Noble Bear and Sons of the Red Star, and those are the two factions that I... I quite like. So yep, those are way, I'm screwed. Those are the two <laughs> lamest factions. I will agree. That's uh Well you you and Rich from the Euro Legions <laughs> podcast can go and hang out in the corner and complain while I sit there and I'm cheering. <laughs> actually actually Sons of the Red Star is okay. Some of their guys are pretty cool, some of them are eh. but uh yeah, Noble Bear, it's just a bunch of boring humans like I'll tell you which one. It, the Etheron one to me is just like, oh, great, Templars. Okay. Yeah, but they got a giant freaking bird god. Like uh, uh, bears, bears cooler to me than a bird god. What bear do? What bear do they have? The, the picture of the bear one. on the banner. Ooh, that's I'll an exciting figure. <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> Let me wave my bear banner at you. Look at my bear <laughs> banner. Oh, well, you were all proud of it earlier, so why not? That is a cool banner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, mock yourself. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe if they do a giant god bear for them to fight with them, like. Well, right. I don't think they'll ever do that because I know there's not, and I know it's not one of the four things, but there's that element of just like, I just like splitter factions because the other ones to me, uh, like the Basilia and all the other, I'm like, eh. Oh. It, just give me the noble bear and give me a bunch of skeletons and demons, and I'm happy. Pampered usually. Uh, you will definitely hear more about this post Legions Con. We got yeah. a big episode planned for that. We'll discuss all the reveals. We'll discuss our time at the con. Um, well, Legends next episode, uh, Forge of Destiny number three. That'll release November first. So look out for that. We're usually good within a day or two to get that out. Um, and then, like I said, we'll see you at Legion's Con, uh, finalizing some cool merch that we're going to have for sale. Uh, we're going to be doing some live interviews at the table. So make sure to stop on by, say hi. 
and uh, you could potentially be on a future episode that will drop. So, going to be lots of fun. All right, guys. Until next time, we will see you on Offworld. Oh, come on.